functions at the roadside. Amin had summarily dismissed him. I knew I ought to feel guilty about this, but I didn't, not really. Cecilia made it quite plain that she didn't like or approve of me. I reckoned that she must have been half in love with old Taylor, and that she soon would be going back herself, back to Ashford, Kent. Let her go, I thought pushing aside a paper on disorders of the inner ear. My private study, my little problem. I was just glad to be out of the bush and to be earning a bit more money. The sun was shining and I was happy, happier than I'd been for a good many months. I stared out of the window at a cultivated lawn which swept down a hill towards the lake, glittering in the distance. A breeze moved the leaves of the shrubbery, Bougainvillea, flame tree, poinsettia. Through the slatted blinds I could see a group of prisoners in white cotton uniforms mowing the grass with sickles. They were guarded by a sleepy soldier leaning on his gun in the dusty haze. Swish, swish, the noise came quietly through to me. I watched the prisoner nearest, slightly hypnotized by the movement of his cutter and the articulation of his bony arm. I shouldn't think they were fed too well. A bit of steamed green banana or maize meal, some boiled-up neck of chicken, if they were lucky. Turning away from the window, I resolved, since there didn't seem any likelihood of a presidential consultation that afternoon, to get a bus into town. I used to wear just shorts and shirt in the bush and needed to get a linen suit run up for tonight. The street-side tailors, there were a whole rows of them, with their push-pedal, cast-iron singers, the bad teeth and worse English, were just the fellows for the job. They could sort you out a suit in a couple of hours while you looked around the market or went to one of the astoundingly understocked grocers. Not quite Savile Row, but good enough for here. Good enough for Edie, anyway. Though he himself did wear Savile Row tailoring, with its luscious, thick lapels and heavy hem drop, zipped up in their polypropylene bags. The suits came in on the weekly flight from Stansted, hung on racks among crates of scotch, golf clubs, radio cassettes, cartons of cigarettes, bicycles tubed in cardboard, slimline kettles, sleek toasted sandwich makers with winking lights, and plain things, too. Sugar and tea, products that might well have come from here in the first place, swapping their gunny sacks for cellophane packaging on the return trip. I needed a suit quickly because this evening Edie was to host the ambassador's dinner, the annual bean feast at which he entertained Kampala's diplomatic corps, assembled local dignitaries, senior civil servants, the wealthier concessionaires, long row, Cooper Motors, Siemens, the top figures from the banks, Standard, Commercial, Grinlays, and tribal chiefs from all over the country. Waswa, the minister, had told me that His Excellency had given specific orders that I should attend. As you know, he had said. I had read Amin's medical records such as they were, chaos really, since His Excellency insisted on editing them himself. President Amin occasionally suffers from a slight gastric difficulty. As I shut the door of the office behind me, 
The draught from the corridor set the blinds tinkling like little cymbals. The noise reminded me of something I once saw on holiday in Malta. A set of tiny, shiny knives hung up like wind chimes outside a knife grinder's shop. Aeolian sharps, as a friend remarked at the time. On my return from town, I took a shower in the concrete-lined cubicle in the bungalow. A big steel rose spurted out only a single stream of tepid liquid under which I held up my hands, sending it spattering, planing down my back. Afterwards, as I went through the rough archway that separated the steamy bathroom from the sweltering bedroom, it was like going from one dimension to another. Fresh sweat mixed with the runnels of shower water. I then found myself, irritatingly, needing to defecate, which I always hate doing just after a shower. Seems like a form of sacrilege.